Le seul podcast sur le PSG en anglais. Hello and welcome to the latest installment of PSG Talking. I'm your host Ed and on today's show, we're going across the pond for a French perspective on all things Paris Saint-Germain. Joining me is Raphael Chader from the Passion Saint-Germain podcast. I love that name. Raphael was based in Paris and he was kind enough to join the show to give his thoughts on PSG's 4-2 win over Brest, Kylian Mbappe's continued desire to play for Real Madrid, Lionel Messi's upcoming debut, and what to expect as the summer transfer window comes to a close. I hope you enjoy this conversation. If you would like to hear more from Raphael, be sure to subscribe to his French-speaking podcast, Passion Saint-Germain. Thanks again to Raphael and also to you, the listener, for your continued support of everything that we do here at PSG Talk. We really do appreciate that. All right, without further ado, let's just get right into the show. Hello, Raphael. Thank you so much for joining the show. How are you? How are things in Paris? Yeah. Good, good. Thank you so much for your for your invitation. And uh, I'm very happy to, to share the podcast with you. So I hope uh, uh, you, you have... Uh, you, you passed a good time in uh, front of the game of Paris uh, the last weekend. Yeah, and let's just start right there. The match against uh, Stade Restois, it was 4-2. Um, goals from Ander Herrera, who had that nice volley. You had Mbappe with a very rare header. Adrisa Gay even had that long yeah. shot from distance and scored. And Di Maria had what, a chip. What, wonderful goal. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were all, I mean, G- each G- goal... <laughs> Di, Di Maria has scored uh, a basic goal from him. He, he always uh, shoot like this uh, uh, under the, the goalkeeper. It's <laughs> it's fantastic. Well, he's an incredible player, and uh, and having him come off the bench is pretty special for PSG. But as much as we all focus on the offensive side of things, I want to ask you. Let's focus in on the defense. Let's go negative here. What, are you happy with Pochettino's defensive setup? That back four. And um, talk about maybe in the goalkeeper position, because I thought at least one of the goals from Brest, I thought Nava should have done a little bit better. So talk a little bit about what you saw in the defense and what you liked and didn't like. Yeah, I didn't like because for me, uh, there are really current problem in the defense. Uh, Kimpembe without Marquinhos is not the player that we have we have to, to follow uh, uh, since a few years. So it's a bit complicated, I hope to see Marquinhos as soon as possible uh, on the Paris Saint-Germain defense. And uh, Navas has not good, uh, a really good game. Uh, for example, we <laughs> when we follow him uh, the last year in Paris, uh, it was like 95% wonderful game. And uh, since the, the beginning of the season, uh, it's not the Navas uh, that we have uh, the habits to see. And I think, I don't know, I'm not sure, but it's probably because of the Donnarumma arrival. I don't know if it's a psychological problem for him or because uh, he has uh, 35 years old now, so it's a bit old for, for now. I don't know what the problem, but uh, I hope to see him uh, 
increase uh, his level as usual and see the defense too uh, at the level uh, expected because uh, we concede five goals in three games and it's really, really important to mention. Absolutely. And you mentioned the goals that PSG are leaking right now. Um, as a side note, what do you think about the French league as a whole, especially this season? A lot of people will point to PSG and say, oh, it's the defense. But have you seen an increase in quality? We haven't seen a mass exodus of, of Ligue 1's top players uh, in, in the transfer window. So do you think that the French league is just better than a lot of people give it credit for? And, and PSG leaking these goals is a credit to that, to the strength of the French league. I, I don't. I'm not sure because uh, when we see transfer of all of uh, French clubs, uh, we can see some interesting transfer. I think about uh, uh, Boadou for Monaco. I can see uh, Longoria with uh, Marseille. He, he, br he brought some players like uh, Gendouzi, like uh, uh, Irola, like. Um, like uh, I, I don't have names in my mind, but uh, some clubs uh, realized an interesting uh, transfer period. And when we see uh, the beginning of season of Monaco, Marseille, Lyon and Lille, it's not very good. Uh, Lille has important problem in defense too. Uh, Monaco has lost against Lens uh, Saturday. Uh, Lyon leaded 3-1. Uh, 10 minutes uh, before the end and uh, they draw 3-3 against Clermont. So uh, I think uh, it's the, the rhythm with the COVID situation, with the European Championship uh, this summer. There are many games since uh, one year and a half. So maybe players are tired or I don't know. And I think and I hope to see these clubs uh, increase uh, uh, from September because Champions League uh, coming and it's very important to be ready for, for this competition. Yeah, the draw, the, the group stage draw is coming up quickly. Um, but who would have thought in Ligue 1 we'd, uh, Clermont Foot is going to be battling PSG for the title this season, it looks like. Nah, it's the beginning. <laughs> Every year, there one one surprise uh, from uh, League 2 uh, begin, begin like a really strong and from November, December, concede some default, uh, default, yes. So, we will see. But I like Clermont because they, they, they show some interesting uh, things and they don't they are not afraid to to try some offensive attack and it's good yeah um and also monaco i think is a surprise i thought that that was a team that had a, a nice collection of really young talented players and they're, they're sitting on i think one yeah. point out of three matches so a little disappointing from them yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's see. Let's see what's happening. And uh, I think they're going to have lots of surprise this season. I don't know. It's uh, it's prob probably to, to see uh, other clubs like uh, uh, Lens or, or I don't know, maybe uh, Rennes, Stade Rennes to, to make some good things uh, in the last in the next week. Well, hopefully they'll fall back once PSG signs Kamavinga. <laughs> I can dream. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely well i want to let's get back to the, the match against uh breast because i want to talk about that left back position i think when you look at psg's team as a whole it's really difficult to find a position where they're weak at but that left back position probably is the one that 
most supporters would target as we need to strengthen there. However, Abdou Diallo has played pretty well. He, he had a really nice assist. And so I want to get your thoughts on the left back position. Do you think PSG can win a Champions League with Diallo at left back? We don't know really the status of Juan Bernard and whether he's going to be back to his original form before the knee injury. So would you like to see a new left back come in or do you think Diallo could hold down that left back position? Uh, I don't know because I don't know how going to be Bernard for this season after his uh, important injury. Uh, Diallo, he can play uh, on the middle of the defense and on the left. Uh, I don't know. I think... I think Paris need to 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 bring another player on the left. I think about uh, obviously Theo Hernandez from Milan because uh, he's French. He showed many good things uh, the last season, the two two last season with Milan. So we we know Paris tried already tried to to bring him for uh, a bit less than forty million euros. So we will see what's happened because it it um, it lasts eight days before the end of the transfer period. So maybe it gonna ha- it it could be have another player in Paris. I hope to see someone on the left. Diallo, I like Diallo, but I prefer him to see uh, play on the middle of the defense. Uh, he can make good center. We we already see the goal of Ikarji against Strasbourg. He realized a really good center for for Ikarji, and uh, he is able to play on the left. But I prefer bring another player on the left and uh, keep Diallo on the middle of the defense. I don't know your opinion, but uh, it's my opinion. Yeah, my opinion is we probably should have never have sold uh, Luca Digne. As player I really rate, who's at Everton now. I think he played at Barcelona and maybe another club in between there. But he's a player that I, I highly rated. But I get why we had Maxwell, I believe, at the time. So, but I don't know. I would like we to miss, see him. We miss. We miss. We We miss Maxwell. <laughs> <laughs> we do. But he he's an ambassador, or what's his position? Does he have any official role with the club? Ambassador of okay. of the club. Yeah. That's that's. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Mbappe scored a header. I think it was only maybe his like seventh header that he scored. So very rare, but it was really well taken. But off the pitch, there's some issues here. We know his contract situation. We saw the fans yeah. whistling at him a little bit. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you your take on the Mbappe situation. Are you starting to turn against him because of the silence with the contract situation? Or are you just ready to ride out this season? And then as he goes off to Real Madrid you know so be it i mean how, what are your feelings on this uh, i think mbappe wants to join real madrid this year or the next year for him his plan is play for real madrid so i don't know when if he wants to go as soon as possible paris can let him to go but we know paris since 10 years since the the arrival of uh, the qatar qac uh, QSI, uh, Paris has not the habit to sell, sell them players. Uh, Neymar, Di Maria, we bring some players, but we we want to see them to stay on the club during many, many years. For Mbappé, it's different because Mbappé is young. He got some ambitions to see and discover another team, another championship. And we know Real Madrid is his dream, and 
Paris is still on them project. The World Cup in Qatar coming in less than two years. So they want to be focused on the Champions League for the next year and want to and desire to, to keep Mbappé for this year. So I think Mbappé will stay, will stay this year, but he will leave uh, the club uh, for free uh, in 2022. Uh, I'm really disappointed if it's going to be like this because uh, we bought him uh, 180 million and he became world champion uh, with Paris in 2018. Uh, he was a triple uh, best scored of Ligue 1 and he makes he, he took some values of course so to let him to let him for free it could be a really big big disappointing for for us fans and for the club but i think the club doesn't care about about that they just want to have the best team this year and that's it so that's why i'm i'm a bit frustrating about it i don't know your opinion but it's not a good thing for the long term for us I, th I think you're right with QSI. They don't sell players, and I think it's more of a pride thing. I don't think they want to sell Mbappe. But from a sporting point of view, I think if you were to sell Mbappe for 80, 100 million, could you then buy a, a Teo Hernandez? Um, could you bring in Kamavinga? And with those two players, are you suddenly a better, more well-rounded team? Maybe you don't have that mm. star power, but are you better off? I don't know. I don't know. And you know, if you sell it uh, 100 million, it's a good deal for, for the club who, who recover it because one, 100 million, it's less than, for example, Jack Grealish for Manchester City is almost the same price for Cristiano Ronaldo when he went to Juventus uh, at 33 years old. And Mbappé will, will have... 23 years old uh, in three months so it's still young and he can play again 10 15 years for for the rest of his career so it's a, a really good opportunity for the club even if it's 100 million so that's why i don't understand why uh, paris can't uh, make the effort to to sell him more than 100 million and uh, and go go forward and buy another striker, another left defender. I don't know. I don't know. We um, I just published a, another podcast earlier today. We had a, a like a roundtable discussion. We had one Real Madrid fan come in, and and he said, from a sporting point of view and even financial, going to Madrid makes no sense for Mbappe. PSG has by far the stronger team. But it, it very much seems like Mbappe wants everything to be about him. He wants to be the star. If the team wins, it wants to be because of him. And right now at PSG, you'd have to say if PSG wins, he might be third in the pecking order behind Messi and Neymar in terms of getting the credit. So do you think he's being a little selfish? Are we seeing a different side of Mbappe that he wants to leave to be, quote-unquote, the man at, at his own club? Honestly... I'm I'm not a big fan of Mbappé, but I can understand him. Why? Because you you have dreams when you are young. For example, for him, he would like to be the big star of Real Madrid. We know Real Madrid, uh, with objectivity, is the big biggest club uh, of the world. They they won a 13 uh, Champions League, and of course, when when you have the 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 opportunity to do, join them 
more more with the statue of star it's it's something special and even if you have messi neymar around you it's totally different he, he just started his fifth season with paris so he just he just played in france for now and maybe he wants just to to see something else so i can understand his mentality but he needs to i don't know he needs to to correct his communication uh, speak a bit more be more cl be closer with fan uh, reassure them and i don't know but, but not stay far from media's fans and not say anything it's not the good strategy but to go in madrid to be the star we can understand i don't know if you you know what i mean I a hundred percent. I think when when Mbappe doesn't say anything at all, he allows the media and he allows fans yeah. to make up their own stories, to create their own narrative, and that's a yeah. problem. And that's why the fans are whistling at him, and that's why the Spanish press is coming out with story after story because he won't come out and mm. say what it is that he wants. It's very frustrating. Mm. Yeah, yes, it's frustrating. I think uh, Paris could be happy with Messi, Neymar without Mbappé. Mbappé can be happy too to play in Real Madrid, but Paris should make effort for Mbappé. Mbappé should make effort for Paris. I think it's just that, and uh, the story can be can be finished well, but all of part uh, all of parts has to to make effort and. Uh, find uh, find something to be to be agree for 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 the depart for the departure i don't know yeah he's giving fans i think false hope we're all hoping that maybe he signs a contract extension yeah. but i think he's probably already made his mind up he wants to be the star of la liga now that messi's gone there's really no big stars being benzema's aging um a lot of real madrid stars are aging there so he could come in yeah. be part of that rebuild be the guy get all of the credit but something i've always said is if he wins the champions league at real madrid okay it's been done like you said 13 times before however many they have if he wins a champions league at psg even with messi and neymar it's his boyhood club and it's never been done before i think that's infinitely more impressive than going to real madrid and doing it i don't know but for him maybe he said he's himself uh, yes, uh, if I win uh, this year, it's gonna be thanks to Messi, thanks because Messi, Ramos, Wijnaldum, Donnarumma came this year, so they they gonna they gonna be stronger with this player. So the 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 feeling won't be won't maybe the same for him to say. I was not the the best player. I was not the star. The the, the I, I didn't have the lead for this team. And if he goes now in Madrid, and the Madrid is in a new in a new chapter of his story because uh, Ramos leave, Ronaldo leave, Modric will leave soon. Maybe he can say himself, "I will be the the first step of the new project." And if I win in Madrid, I will be the star and the the title we have more importance for him than in Paris. I don't know. I, I don't know his mentality, but maybe he thinks like this.
Yeah, and I also think that he very much wants to win the Ballon d'Or, and we know that you know, Spanish teams maybe are a little bit more favored, and if he can go to Real Madrid and have a great season, that that's his opening to win the Ballon d'Or, whereas at PSG, he's likely not going to win it over Messi, because if, if he does well, PSG does well, and Messi's going to get the credit. So. And, Neymar, yep. and Neymar, Neymar did the same uh, four years ago when he decided uh, to, to join Paris because he would like to be the, the, the number one. And Mbappé can have the same mentality to join Madrid to be the number one. Absolutely. All right. Well, I know we only have you for, for a couple more minutes, so I definitely need to ask you about Messi. PSG's next match against uh, Reims is uh, August 29th. W what are you expecting from his debut? Do you think he starts? Do you want to? What do you want to see from him? Talk about his debut. I'm not. I'm not sure. I, I think he, he will be. He will be. He, he won't be on the on the pitch for the beginning of the game because he he has 34 years old, so he's not young. And I think the club won't take some risks and stay and maybe let him 30, 25, 30 minutes to to begin with Paris. Because the most important thing is to start the first game in Parc des Princes against Clermont in September. So I think I will see Messi play 30 minutes in runs and start the game against Clermont in, uh, in two or three weeks uh, in Parc des Princes. That's a big game against Clermont. It should be interesting. Plus, it's at home in front of the, the PSG supporters. And I think that game, he definitely will start, you know, and uh, it should be a, a fun game. What is, I mean, you're, you're in Paris. Um, what is, is there a buzz in the city? Are people talking about Messi? Or do you see a lot of Messi shirts around? Talk about the atmosphere right now in the city. I, I, was, I was in Parc des Princes last week for the game against Strasbourg and uh, the presentation of uh, all of the new players, Ramos, Akimi, Donnarumma, Wijnaldum, and Messi. And the atmosphere of the stadium was incredible because he, he 30 or 19 months without uh, possibility to join and watch a game in the stadium. So first of thing uh, to go to the stadium to watch a game with the full stadium, it's something incredible. And to celebrate the, the Messi River in Paris, it was crazy. And around the stadium, three, three hours before the game, uh, there are lots of people around to, to, to see Messi, Messi, uh, many uh, children, uh, women, families. To, they, 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 there was a really good atmosphere. Uh, the weather was really good. Everything was there to, 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 to have a really good, uh, a, good, uh, a good game and a good night. And Messi created the the sherry on the cake. I don't know if you know the expression, but Messi, the arrival of Messi was incredible. Because when I was in Paris for Zlatan Ibrahimovic arrival in 2012, in Neymar in 2017, it was crazy too. But Messi, it's six ballon six ballon d'or. It's a legend of the game of the of this sport. It's different and. We, we felt that around and in the stadium. It was really incredible. And I think it's going to be stronger for the first game in September against Canada. And I am really uh, impatient to, to, <laughs> to see this game. And you, are you going to be at the game uh, against Claremont? Are you going to be there to see uh, his uh, debut? 
I, I, I don't I don't know yet. Maybe, but I'm not sure. But I hope. <laughs> what What are those ticket prices looking like right now? <laughs> yeah, the price increased a lot. Uh, I have an, I have a story. Uh, my friend booked the ticket two days be before the transfer of Messi, and the price was around thirty euros, thirty five euros. And three days after, the price increased one hundred, uh, two hundred for a ticket like. Uh, uh, behind the, the the cage, so so it's it's crazy, but it's normal. It's a big event uh, for for the club. Yeah, I guess PSG has to recoup some of those wages they're paying Messi somehow. Um, all right, Rafael, let me get you out of here on this question. You mentioned the transfer window. We got a few more days left. I'm expecting a bit of a flurry to close out the window. I think we're going to see some players leave. Maybe Sarabia, maybe Idrissi Gay. Mm. Could be some players outgoing. We talked about Theo uh, Hernandez coming in. I don't know. It, you know, Pogba is definitely out. Kamavinga, maybe. Just talk about maybe the end of the, the transfer window. What are you expecting from PSG? Uh, the last uh, days, I I noticed something. Uh, rumor around Hernandez transfer has stopped. I don't know why. And I saw some uh, information about uh, Hernandez won't join Paris because uh, they don't find uh, an agreement about the, the transfer amount. So I'm not sure to see Hernandez in Paris this summer. Uh, Pogba too, the same problem, because Pogba uh, finished his uh, contract the, la the, the next year. So maybe Paris want to wait to hopefully to, to get him for free. So I don't know, maybe we, we will have uh, a last player, but I don't know who. And for departures, uh, Sarabia will probably leave Paris. Uh, Thilo Kerrer too. I think these two players will leave Paris before September. Mbappé, we don't know, of course. Uh, Gay, I see Gay stay in Paris. And uh, for my part, I would love to see Paredes leave Paris because I, I, I have problem with his profile. And with Wayne Doom, Verati, Gay, I think we have sufficient uh, midfielders. So I don't know. Maybe if he accepts to stay on the bench for this season, okay. But Paredes, I would love to see him uh, leave Paris, but I think he will stay. So for the end of the the the, the transfer period, I think uh, Kerrer and Sarabia will probably leave the club and maybe Kalimwendo will be loaded in other club of League One or League Two. I don't know. You can't sell Paredes. Who's going to be Neymar's bodyguard? You know, when Neymar gets kicked in the shins, who's going to stick up for him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Excellent. Well, thank you so much, Raphael. I really appreciate it. Let me just let everyone know who's listening. You can catch Raphael Shader on the Passion Saint-Germain podcast, and you can find that on um, pretty much all podcast providers, Spotify, Apple, right? We, we will record one uh, this uh, this night, too. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Game and for... <laughs> Absolutely. Well, let's let you go so you can go ahead and record that. But thank you so much for uh, coming on this show for a few minutes. And uh, we'll definitely share when you guys uh, post your podcast. We'll send it out for our listeners who speak French to listen in. So thank you so much, Raphael. And we'll hope to have you on again soon.
Yes, of course, I hope. And thank you yeah. for, for this moment. I hope my English was not totally <laughs> terrible. I hope uh, all, all of uh, people can, uh, could uh, understand me well. So if it's good, I, I can uh, come back uh, as soon as possible. Yeah, English was great and it is much better than my French. So thank you so much again. And we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk soon. Take care. Okay, thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>